What's going on, YouTubeites? Welcome to the last Lord of the Longbox live show and the last Shakers of the year, I do believe. So uh, we're going to try to shake it up as much as possible. We're going early today because, you know, people got stuff to do. It's New Year's Eve. You know, a happy new year and uh, good riddance to 2020. So, you know, we're going to try to, you know... Keep you guys entertained for a good 30, 45 minutes. See what's going on in the world. Shout out to everybody who's been tailgating. I know it's early, so, uh, you know, there's not a ton of you, but you, a lot of guys are chatting in there. Kevin Feige, thank you for all the uh, scoops from this year. Uh, Red Lodge Crow, Jay Saints, our friend, Wesley's Comics, Cherokee Meadow, Brett Ward. Uh, you know what? I will continue giving you guys uh, those shouts out as soon as I play a little uh, intro music to get you guys into the mood and why, yeah. you know, since it's a shakers list, we've got to shake it, right? Shake it. go nice you gotta bring the energy although it's only 2 p.m in the afternoon yeah. here i think it's 5 p.m auto i think has already started drinking it's, it. it's happy it's hour man it's happy hour i'm going to the beach on. at about uh two hours man every that's our annual oh. tradition we go to the beach we watch the sunset to symbolically mm. say goodbye to two th the, the previous year it's literally and figuratively watching the sunset on the year so uh that's, that's what we're awesome. gonna do all right, say hello to everybody in the live chat. Otto, what's up, everybody? We got a lot of people hanging out with us tonight. I'm happy to join you guys on New Year's Eve, the last show of the Movers and Shakers. Just happy to be here with JB, especially long time no see, my friend. It's great yeah, to see you, yeah. and especially always Tivo, of course, and everybody else in the live chat. Very happy to see everybody tonight. Speaking of which, JB from Discovery Bay Comics, say hey, what's up to the good people. How you doing, everybody? I'm JB from Discovery Bay Comics. If you're not familiar with me, I'll be dropping my link periodically during the live show. Uh, thanks for joining us on New Year's Eve, and it's going to be a little... We're going to kick off the party, basically. Be, get your cocktails out, because by the That's time we right. get to number one, you're going to be ready for it. We've all... Well, shout out to everybody who's been day drinking, so uh, it's going to be a long day. It's not like you got anywhere to go. You can't go to clubs or bars or any of that shit, so just drink at home. Uh, then uh, for some of the, us who are working... 
Uh, we're dreading getting a call <laughs> so I <was> just <laughs> as I look at my phone. So uh, once again, this is the cover price shakers of the list brought to you from our friends from coverprice.com. This list comes from our friends or cover price, focusing on new sales of the most interesting sales found on their exclusive daily shakers list. This list changes several times every day. So make sure you check it out every day to review some of the hottest trending books. So that's, I mean, we pull this list. It can change. You know what I mean? I mean, the prices can change. Somebody else can buy it. But typically, this is different from the cover price top 10 because this is like a single book that hits a, a big price and something that draws our attention. And uh, also to show, sponsored by our friends from KRS Comics. Go to krscomics.com. Uh, right now, KRS Comics and Cover Price are working together. Look at that. Both of our friends are working together on a giveaway. You can win some cool KRS Comics giveaway. The link is in the live chat right there. Just go follow those instructions. Uh, I do believe you go, you, there's two ways of entering. One is to go uh, to cover price members, just click on it and you enter. And another one is to follow 10 tags friends on cover price and on Instagram. So there you go. I just dropped a drink in the live chat. There's some really cool Karis Comics exclusives that you can get working with our friends from cover price, man. So, uh, you know, we will go uh, talk about cover price as we go through because um, if you sign up for full membership, you get to see all 50 of the shakers and movers. Um, if you sign up for free, I think you see five. If you sign up for the minimum, you see only 10. So it's interesting just to see what's moving, what people are buying. And that's what this list is. This is, you know, book, a single sale that just says, wait a second, that was probably why are they buying that? And then some you'll see like, oh, that kind of makes sense. But this list uh, is very interesting. And um, next week will be the big show where it's the end of the year. Where kind of, you know, how you know, all the news networks do it, where you look back at the end of the year at uh, all the biggest news. Well, this is uh, on next Thursday Shaker Show. We're going to do the biggest shakers of the year where we look back to see what were the biggest shakers of the year. And um, as, as long as the Lord's on there, as well as the Lord's on there, uh, our friend Matt and John from Cover Price are going to be on there. So it's going to be a supersized, giant-sized man thing of a show. <laughs> so what a way let's to start the new year, brother. What a way to start. What right? a way to start a year. You're well, man. we're going to have the Cover Price Top 10 on Tuesday. So that'll just, you know, that's the regular thing. But the uh, end of the year in review, you know, everybody does those things. You know, the, you know, this is the in the, you know. Yeah, so we're going to do it, too. So cheers, everybody. Start your day drinking now for yeah, the yeah. Cover Price Weekly Shakers. And starting off, what do we got for the first one? Number one, is that me, JB? Am I on that? That's you. You're first. Yeah, right. told Batman you. Batman almost oh, got him. Batman yeah. almost got him right here. The Western Publications. Look at this one. This is great. It's a time where Marvel's Previews 95 is almost a 10K book and a 9.8. Should this be the first published appearance of Harlequin? Should theoretically uh, should it follow that way? While it's a children's book, it's graded and recognized by CGC. It really is. It's been increasing in the past three years and has a massive new high of $2,500, $2,550 for a CGC 9.0 which outpaces the sale of the BA-12, you guys. So there may be something in these non-traditional firsts. That's something to keep a lookout. So there's definitely money out there if you can find them. So Batman almost got them. This book's been been talking about for a long time, you know, you know, in the quiet shadows of BA-12 versus Harlequin. So if you got it, get it slabbed. What? I'm confused. This? I don't what even know what this? it is. It's Batman totally Western Publications. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a children's book. book. Yeah. It's, 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 children's, it's those golden it's books. Book? 
Yeah, no, it's a hardcover kitty book that you would have gotten your kids like, you know, to tell. Yeah, remember those stories. little golden books that have like the oh gold thing down the side? So, uh, you know, it's yeah. 2020, man. Anything. And there's a preview for her so in Harley, there, or, or is this really her first appearance well, based Harley on publication Quinn. date? Yeah, right. Based on publication, this is the first time you do, do see Harlequin, but it's not in the DC continuity per se because these stories were just like one shot stories of you know certain characters like they did this for many different things you know children's fables children's stories all this i know this because my wife is a kindergarten teacher so you know these were different stories but this isn't the continuity of the dc so but harley quinn is in this and it does and cgc graded this thing oh yeah absolutely it's crazy wow crazy it's crazy that kids are like i love harley quinn and then the harley quinn animated series is oh my like, god forget about it it's like one extreme to the other it's like all right uh maybe you know and parents in the know who are like hey kids you like that book come on let's watch let's, let's, let's just watch this cartoon yeah the next, nope, you know, don't do it no all way. right nope. all right so the first one up on the list is batman almost got him got him i should have i should have got that graphic ready got him Twenty-five fifty. That's two thousand five hundred and fifty for a uh, CGC nine point eight from December twenty-third. Crazy. All right. What else we got up next? What do we got, JB? I'm I'm blown away by that. All right. We we're going back to the comic books. We've got Batman issue six fifty-five, but new stand. Originally published in two thousand and six from DC Comics. Now this issue features the first appearance of Damian Wayne. This character has found a big following since his, since his inception and subsequent death and resurrection. Now, while his first appearance sells for about 20 bucks raw, a recent copy sale gave a significant premium of $300 or $299.99 raw. Now, this year's focus on subsequent printings has been an interesting change to what collectors and fans are buying. Now, granted, post-2000 newsstands can be very hard to find. Now, upon the announcement of Luke Fox as Batman, many O'Damian fans... Uh, we're pretty disappointed by him not taking on that bat mantle in future state. However, this character still has a lot of potential, and writer James Tinian IV has mentioned that he has secret plans for Damien. Whether a villain or a hero, Damien is a major force to be reckoned with. Now is the time to buy into his first while the standard issue is still affordable. All right, so uh, this came out in 2020, right? So let me tell you what the breakdown. This came out uh, in 2006. Yeah, 2006, 2006. I'm sorry. 2006. So let me tell you what the breakdown is. I was looking at the when it was sold. So let me give you the breakdown on, on the uh, newsstand versus direct uh, from 2005. Um, 98% of the comics were direct market. Only right. 2% were newsstand in that year. And keep that in mind as we go on, I'm going to, as some other ones, you're going to see there's a sliding scale on this. I should have got the graphic for you, but. Um, but basically there is not, you know, we, we talked about in this past, but not every year, just because it's newsstand makes it more valuable because early on newsstand, uh, or direct stand, um, were the more valuable ones to get like the direct market in, let's say 1982, 20% as opposed to newsstand, which was 80%. So just think, you know, everybody thinks, you know, newsstand is always going to be better. That's it's not correct. It's slide. It's a sliding scale. So just keep that in mind as we go through, because you'll be interested. All right. So, uh, so next up on this list is Batman number six fifty five. What do we got next? Otto. Oh, this one, man. This brings back man nostalgia big time, man. It really should, right? man. This is just unbelievable. Blimp number crazy. one. Is that Tim right there with that hair and all that? You know, <laughs> the short shorts and a polo shirt. Bonus points to uh, people in the live chat. What game is he playing? Oh, uh, 
Come on, man. Yeah. That one's easy. Come on, man. Really on, people? No, I don't know what that one is. I should know that. You, you don't know what that is. Oh, well, it's Tron, right now. man. It's Tron. That's Tron. Oh, that is oh, Tron. Tron. Right. I thought it was Star Wars. Oh, my goodness. It's Tron. <laughs> no, that is Tron. All right. So let's get started with this. This is blip number one, right? So this came out in 1983. Um, highlight of the mullets, you know, the early 80s. Super Mario Brothers from the Nintendo system released in 1985. Bringing a beloved Mario to the forefront of many kids, we remember pinning the system, eventually receiving one of the late 1980s along with the 1980s uh, marquee Super Mario Brothers games. The arcade goers, however, already knew Mario from 1981. His first appearance was in Donkey Kong, everybody. That arcade game um, where Mario was leaping the barrels, climbing the ladders, and smashing things with a hammer um, in an effort to save the damsel from the dreaded Donkey Kong. By the end of June of 1982, um, Nintendo already had sold 60,000 Donkey Kong arcade machine games. And in 1983 of January, the, the game received the Arcade Awards' Best Single Player Video Game Award. So it's no surprise that Marvel featured Donkey Kong in its 1983 debut issue of Blip, okay? A video game magazine in a comic format. The, the, this feature article is the first time Donkey Kong and Mario appeared in a comic book slash magazine format, as acknowledged by CGC on their label. Seven wow. years before, Valiant released uh, an increasingly popular Nintendo Comics System sneak preview in 1990. Fast forward by the end of 2020, where we have a CGC 9.8 copy of Blip that just sold for $700 beating its previous 2019 9.8 sale of $285. Significant increase. In that time, when everyone was looking for that cool retro book with first appearances of characters from under our childhood, it's amazing to see such a book like this fly under the comic book community for almost 40 years. A note of caution. If you want to add a copy of, of, of to your collection, make sure you avoid blip number one, the one shot from 1998 and, uh, and blip and the CCADS number one, from the 1987 Amazing Comic Book Series. That's a lot of knowledge I just gave you. Rewind this wow. three times. But Blip with TiVo on the cover of playing Tron. <laughs> so, you know, wow. this we kind of see this coming uh, and this trend coming with the, I would say, the popularity over, I would say, over the last year of the grading of video games. It was only a matter yeah. of time before other video game things, you know, how it kind of goes, you know, it, it, it causes a ripple effect into people saying, well, what other video, cool video games things can I think of? Well, there you go. Fucking blip. You know, uh, you know, I mean, there, you know, this what's awesome about this picture is like uh, somebody's like, hey, dude. And he's like, what? And they took a picture of him. You're going to be a comic. Yeah, you know, he's like, dude, I'm fucking playing Tron. Leave me alone. Stop. Yeah. Get out of here with that. So it cost uh, me 50 cents. So, yeah, so just to be clear, this is first appearance of Donkey Kong and Mario. Yes, correct. Wow. Because Mario first appeared in the Donkey Kong game where other people Man, thought it was I totally Mario remember Brothers. this magazine. There used to be so many little like uh, magazines like Fangoria and Blip and, you know, all these kind of cool magazines, which, you know, unfortunately went to the wayside because people don't do magazines anymore. There's a million websites with that kind of stuff. But back, you know, Blip wizard all those cool magazines that you can get for your niche collectible um so man blip brings back great memories and uh man i used to just kill it there okay shout out to wonder woman 84 for uh, probably one of the few 80s references was uh break dancing and uh i think a shot of an arcade i do believe but uh i'm still a little uh um uh i don't want to say peeved or angry. annoyed 
annoyed that there was not a single 80s song in the fucking Wonder Woman movie, the movie that was marketed to be Wonder Woman 84 and even played Blue Monday in the trailer. And I just finished Cobra Kai season two. And in one episode, they play more, more 80 songs and, and, and Cobra Kai doesn't even take place in the eighties, but you know what? I'm just, it's just weird. I mean, why would you, anyway, I don't want to, anyway, that's for another discussion. Yeah. yeah, That's, that's that's the marky minute right there. So uh, there you go. Blip sold for nine, a 9.8 for 700 bones. Man, what was it? It's December 25th. They just bought it on Christmas Day, right? This is interesting. Some of the dates on these sales because you sell it. Somebody got their Christmas money. Like, I'm going to go buy it right. right now. Somebody's like, I'm buying <laughs> All right. Crazy. And uh, the reason I just brought up uh, the second season of Cobra Kai, it was what we like to call um, a lead into Boys and Girls. A lead. What is, Perfect lead. And uh, what is the next one? Well, there you go. We're talking about Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid Saga continues number one. But the New York Comic Con variants originally published in 2019 from IDW. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Ready? This week, the the very hard to find Johnny and Daniel New York Comic Con variants both sold for $400 raw. Each. Each. These were limited to 500 copies, which, you know, isn't that small. Yet only a handful of copies have actually hit sales like eBay since their release in 2019. With the high market interest on Cobra Kai, this run has seen significant increase in price. The 1 in 25 variants sold last week for $300 raw, and the standard variants can sell between $70 and $100. There are only four graded copies, two of them are 9.8, by the way, of this New York Comic Con variant. Now, with the third series hitting Netflix in a week, these books should be hot for at least the next several months. Wow. Not even a week. January first, it drops tomorrow. So I mean, I mean, this is I I, I can't explain it. I mean, in the past, stuff like this, nobody really cared about a movie and you know things of that nature. But it's 2020. It's it's got a little bit of everything in the trifecta. It's comic book. It's nostalgia. It's uh, 80s, you know, it's just everything that, you know, people, you know, kids growing up love. Now they have disposable income and they go back and buy these. But, you know, who wouldn't ever think that you would care about Cobra Kai? I will admit I've watched season one of Cobra Kai and then I totally forgot about season two and I binged it over the last two days. And season two is freaking fantastic. I absolutely love it. I mean, you know, I'm not tuning in for the martial arts because it's it's, you know, it's basic white belt martial arts at best. But man, the stories that they tell and you're pulling for one side and they, they, the character development and, and, and is so good on it. One, at one point you're, you're pulling for this guy, then you're pulling for this one. And then, you know, one guy, this guy, and, you know, and it's just, it's, it's, it's just really well written. I never thought I'd say that about a YouTube original on Cobra Kai, but Man, I am actually excited to binge watch it hungover on New Year's Day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Sabrina, the t- uh, the next, the last season of Sabrina, the Chilling Adventures, Sabrina too is coming. Can't wait for that. Love that show. Ooh. But yeah, so uh, if you have these on your 2020 bingo card, you you've won. I've been talking about everybody yeah. went, but no, this year you've won. I, you know, the 2020 bingo card is uh, officially over now. If you have both of these, because I have never seen anybody post these on social media, ever. Neither have I. Oh, never, never, never. And never. another usual, example of this list just being so unique. The Shaker I, list is the most this one, unique a lot of the, list yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, and I 
as we always say, I challenge anybody who has these, post it on Instagram and tag us so to show us that, yes, you do indeed have them, or we will send you a Marvel No Prize. Ooh. Checks in the mail, as they say. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Well, all right, Otto. What is oh, another bit of, you know what? this? We've just been pulling a lot of nostalgia right out of this yeah. one. What's next, Otto? Right. Oh, we're just bringing it back to Homer Simpson. The Simpsons. This is though the mini comic book, you guys, in uh, from Bongo in two thousand three. So reprints. Wait, lot. Bongo comics. Who Bongo that? comics. Yeah. Mini mini comic. But look at this. The beautiful homage to FF number one. So a little bit about this book. Is I don't know how beautiful, but it's fucking hilarious. We'll go look ahead. We got Moe's in the background. The guys <laughs> running to the bar. You got the, the baby. You got Homer coming yeah. out. I mean, this is just unbelievable. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's a fantastic for homage. Yeah, it's fantastic. So just so you guys know, reprints are getting a lot of love right now. But when you combine a reprint, nostalgia, and scarcity, you end up with a big value differences between the first prints and the reprint. All right? So follow me on this. Simpsons number one from 1993 doesn't get much love with CGZs, CGC. Uh, 9.8s are only going around for about 100 bucks. But in spite of the beautiful FF Fantastic Four that we just said, uh, fast forward 10 years to Dark Horse under the Bongo label, Releasing a reprint of Simpsons comic number one. Hold on a second, though. This reprint has largely the same cover art as the original, but it's a mere three and a half inches by two and a half inches, so it can fit in a publisher-supplied plastic keychain holder. Okay, Right. So now we're getting a mini comic book comes up for sale, but recently a CGC copy went for about five times the original in the same CGC grade. 500 bones you guys 500 okay um dark horse released other such mini comic books about finding nemo the lion king monsters inc and cow so cowabunga man you know this is <laughs> mini comic books now you've got blip magazines mini comic books you know Captain you, getting along it's 20 end of 2020 it's 2020 you know what i you know what i really hope gets hot is the uh marvel and dc little uh uh 45 record comics oh um, i love you, it <coughs> where you could play a comic book and listen to the record at the same time and has like this really 50 60 years kind of voice voice acting i'm gonna get you now you know it's uh hopefully that's the next trend but man those are impossible to grade by the way um because they're because people rip them apart to play the records but <laughs> yo man simpsons man simpsons has been enduring forever and ever and ever and they predict the future <laughs> right they do Right. I mean, I don't want to yeah. talk bad mm -hmm. about any deaths or anything, but man, Simpsons called all kinds of Batman versus Superman, uh, the deaths of Kobe Bryant, all kinds of weird shit. So it's some weird stuff. So there you go, man. It should have told you right there on the on the cover when you've seen it. It says first issue collector's item. When you see that, that means you're supposed to go buy it. Yeah, that's okay. First so there you go. <laughs> the Simpsons comic. 500 bones for a CDC 9.8. All right. Next up on the list is something a little bit more. Um, a modern and probably more familiar with folks. What do we got, JB? All right, now we're coming back to comic books. You know, the shout out to everybody in the chat watching. I can see some of the comments are like, what kind of list is this? Well, here we go. We're coming back to comic books and we're coming back with one, you know. Star Wars Canon Canon issue number 12, originally uh published in 2016 from Marvel Comics. Now, this issue features the first appearance of Admiral Sloan, the Grand Inquisitor known as the most powerful woman in the Empire during the Kanan timeline. Now, speculation believes that if Kanan, Sabine, and all the other Rebels appear in any of that new Star Wars Disney content, 
then Admiral Sloan won't be far behind. Now, this week, this issue hit a high of $399 for a CGC 9.8. Look at that. All Kanan all the time. Unbelievable. All the time. Star Wars. The hot, it's, you know, it's the hot, hotness right now. So at least we get back to the comic book on the list. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do, absolutely, absolutely. Tim, what do you think about this? Gorgeous cover, man. Mark Brooks, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite uh, cover artists, man. I mean, just the 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 colors, the details, and everything. And like we always say, man, just Star Wars is just, it's just, it's just. If you're a Star Wars fan right now, I mean. The games, the shows, the comics, the novels. I remember the High Republic novels just dropped as well. So I meant you're loving it. So um, the only thing missing is the big screen. So, uh, we, you know, it's kind of interesting, yeah. you know, before it always was, you know, everything was in the movies, but now, you know, it's this. So 9.8 for a four, $400 for, for uh, even a character that is, does anybody even really know yeah, Admiral Sloan, the Grand Inquisitor? You had to watch sure. cartoons to know what we're talking about here. Right, exactly. Come on. Yeah. So that's deep into it. So, all right. Kanan number 12 is next up on the list. Ah, oh, another one. Here we go. Now we got some big boys coming. Oh, we got big boys. Now we're digging into Silver Age stuff right here. This is a big boy player. The air is real thin up here if you're buying these books. So, Tales of Suspense 39. Follow me along on this. And this was a complete setup as Tim always challenges my enunciation when it comes to certain people. So here we go. The first appearance Iron Man was experiencing a lull for a long time, right? It's a sale. Um, it's sales price earlier this year, but it appears to have passed a CGC 2.5 2.5 had its highest sale ever that the um, graded during a heritage auction this past weekend with the closing price of $5,160. Okay. Now, when we talk about silver age books, this is a huge increase from its prior high sale of, 4,000 in July for this grade. All major Silver Age keys have been on a run lately, so it's not a huge surprise, but we're seeing new highs in Silver Age grails, okay? But it's also possible that this is partly related to the recent news around Riri Williams. Riri. Riri Williams. Did you say Rary? No, I did not. I said Riri. Rira. Okay, Rira. okay. I don't All know. Right. Tell me, chat. It didn't all the time. It so sounded anyway. like you said rare, but anyway, no, it, it must be the mic. Okay, so the recent uh, with her recent announcement um, into the MCU and strong rumors of Robert Downey Jr. returning as her AI, which fun fact of the day, folks, which first appeared in Infamous Iron Man number one. Okay, so there you go. Great book, Silver Age, uh, just Grail right there. Increasing in price. Air is getting real thin when you get to new price points. Two, five grand for a 2.5. That, that's pretty man. amazing, man. But uh, it's, it's good to see um, those books getting some love. You know what I mean? Hold on one second. I almost feel that's still undervalued, man. We're talking about, you know, the first appearance of some of the original Marvel characters. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Especially that character. All right, hold on, guys. Let me answer this text real fast. All right, so there you go, man. Tail Spencer, thirty-nine, first appearance of your man, Iron Man. All right, what's up? Oh, next up is a uh, man. This is a this right. is a ghost. If you have oh, this is a ghost. it's almost impossible to find because uh, you know I don't know if anybody was buying this and this in the early early days of Dark Horse, but what is it? Here we go. We've got Tank Girl number one, originally published in 1991 from Dark Horse Comics, and this book is a testament to surviving bad content. This <laughs> week, we saw a CGC 9.8 hit all new high on our site of $999.99. 99 
Now, in the 90s, this was one of the few comic book based films that actually made it all the way into theaters. And it's not the best. However, wow. there is some nostalgia around it for those who remember a time when this is all we had for comic book fans to watch. Mm, now, over yep. the past 29 years, collectors have slowly driven up the price for this key issue and Tank Girl's first appearance in Deadline Number 1. Yeah, wow. I remember the movie, man. It wasn't... I have uh, the soundtrack on CD. It wasn't... Uh, I, and it was kind of goofy. I don't know how... I, to be honest, I don't remember the last time... Well, I, I saw it. I I remember thinking this isn't awful. This isn't good, but you know, it was it was in the, when it came out it was like what else do we have, right? Spawn yep. um some weird a blade and you know, I mean, but this just goes I mean, you know, um and I always talk about this uh and I don't I, I don't want to sound condescending when I say this is uh, people get older and have uh, disposable income. This means we're, you know, you're an adult, you have a job and you have some extra money to spend as opposed to when you're, you know, you're 19, you know, 17 years old and you got to go and, you know, $20 is grail book to you. Now you got, you know, you got, if, if Elon Musk was a comic book collector, he would just buy up everything basically. Right. right? I mean, I mean, there's just like, Eminem is a huge combo collector, right? Um, yeah. His manager says he has a high, he has like a, like a, like a 7.0 Amazing Fantasy 15, which he probably Ooh. like, oh, you know, I want that here. Just buy it. You know what I mean? But for the rest of us, you know, things like this are like, you know, hey, man, let me save up for this. Let me sell some books and flip some books before I can buy it. But, you know, it's just as we, our generation who grew up kind of collecting these things, when we have a job and a family and we have a, a regular income, a career, and then we look back on these things and we see it and go, you know what? I want that. That, you know, that, that's a little bit of nostalgia. And that same thing about the video game market, uh, the, especially the toys market, because more so than comic books, a lot more kids were into toys. And that's why they go yeah. back looking for those Star Wars action figures. Hell, I even like that damn Battlestar Galactica, um, uh, the original uh, Viper. This Viper oh, shit, Viper. dude. Yep. Viper was the bomb. I, I lived for that on that show when they would shoot out of the ship. You know what I mean? Oh, man. I always they thought that was right a pretty out. damn cool ship with Starbuck and what's his, uh, what was the other guy's name? Come on. Uh, um, Apollo. Apollo and Starbuck. Boom, boom, are, boom. Oh, there you go, man. JB. my dudes, man. Those you are my right dudes, my man. Spot right now. <laughs> Call me, uh, this is an unpopular opinion, but I like the original Battlestar Galactica series better than I like the new one. Sorry. Mm. Shout out to Edward James almost for being a trollo in American Me, but I, I still like the old school. I used to watch I used to watch Battlestar Galactica and Buck Rogers back to back. Yep. Oh, I would say I was a oh, Buck man. Rogers fan. Lieutenant Oh, Lieutenant Colonel Deering. Oh my Lord. Deering. Mm, mm, mm. Sticky pages and all, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> she was hot, son. She was hot. You kids don't even know how hot Aaron Gray was. All right. Aaron Gray. There you go. There you go. Not Lieutenant Carter, Colonel. Hot, but hot. She was hot. Buck Rogers and Twiggy, man. I had the little yeah. action figures as a yep. kid. Yeah. Twiggy. G Buck. Hey, man, it's the end of 2020. We're just going to get loose and just give you all of our nostalgia. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. So the Tank Girl on, next up on the list for a grand. Somebody paid uh, CTC 9.8 on December 25th. I'm so out of it. I, okay, so, so December 25th is Christmas Day, right? Yes. Yep. All right. So people are like, buying their Christmas presents. Yeah. Yep. And I, I wonder if eBay has like those, yeah, you know, use your 5% or 10, you know, the, those little yeah, deals little that they have, I'm pretty sure. Individual. And they'll do it tomorrow too. And always big on New Year's Day sales. Uh, so, you know, 
it's interesting uh, how you see all these 24th, 25th or people like either they bought them as a present for somebody or somebody said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to buy myself a present. And I did. And I will show you guys at my first haul of the year. <laughs> all right. Next up on the list is uh, everybody should know this book. And you know what? Everybody should have one. So what is it? This should be a staple of your collection. We've been talking about this. For forever, however, this is the newsstand, though Marvel uh, Uncanny X Men number two sixty six. Uh, this is the newsstand from nineteen ninety. Man, if you don't know who the first appearance of this book is, just stop watching right now. It's Gambit. But newsstands are crazy right now. If you've been following our trends here on Lords, even when newsstands weren't um, all that rare, they were rare, rarer, but still pretty um, pre- uh, relevant in nineteen ninety. Okay, however, twenty twenty doesn't care. A CGC nine point eight newsstand copy of his first appearance of Gambit sold for a big $1,699.99. Keep in mind that the direct edition high sales of the 9.8, we've seen at only around $600, okay? So, you know, almost two, two and a half times for the newsstand because people love to thumb through them books and ding up those books to get 9.8. So, you know what? We've been talking about Gambit forever here on the Lords. We've been talking about this, but we haven't been talking about newsstands. And So, as I alluded to earlier... Let me uh, pull it up. And, you know, I have it on my phone because there's an article that was written. I forgot. This one's on Mile How Comics, and they do a great job of telling you. And Comicron can also tell you what the breakdown of uh, newsstand to direct stand is. And, I, and, and, and uh, this is the perfect time to talk about it. So in 1990, the direct market got eight, was 85% as opposed to the newsstand, which is 15%. So let's put that into perspective. Let's say, man, so there was a huge print run in 1990. Let's just, for argument's sake, let's just say there was a million copies. I know it's not a million copies, but that would have meant that there was 150,000 newsstand copies, okay? So I'm guessing this is more around maybe four or 500 uh, print run, which at 15% still makes it pretty high relative to today where uh, four or 500,000 is a huge print run on uh, on a new book. So let me break it down to you um, and write this down or whatever or Google it. But I'm going to give you the year and versus newsstand versus direct market. So as you as the when you go out and you think, you know, hey, the newsstand is more rare or the rec- here. So they, they don't do it every year. But uh, in 1979, obviously, newsstand would took up 94 percent. And the direct market was only 6%, right? Comic wow. shops were just starting to come out. But in 1979, 7-Elevens and all the stores were selling comics mostly. In 1982, started getting a more bigger of a bump. Still mainly newsstand, 80% as opposed to 20% direct market. Here's what's interesting. 1986, 50-50 split. Boom. That's when comic shops really started coming uh, to for, you know, coming to fruition and started booming. By the time 1990 came, forget about it. That was we were in the middle of the comic boom, and now when it was 85% direct market to 15% newsstand. Wow. 1995 didn't move that much for five years, 90% as opposed to 10%. But once when you get to the year 2000, in the year 2000, anyway, <laughs> for all you Conan fans, um, direct market 95%. As a po- versus five percent uh, newsstand in the year two thousand. Wow. Two thousand five, ninety eight percent direct market, two percent newsstand. So there's when you really start it. Should be those direct those uh, newsstands are really really rare. 
2013, 99% direct market, 1% newsstand. Okay. So, I mean, that that's why that Miles Morales ultimate fallout number four newsstand is so ridiculously priced. I mean, because I mean, you think about it, in 2013, I mean, who was still selling comic books besides comic book stores? I mean, it's, it's, a, I'm trying to. What see, was that like, 1% market? Where yeah, was that at? Yeah. Shout out to our friends over in Canada, Aegis Comics of Alaska, $4.99. Super chat. Appreciate you, brother. Make sure you check out our friends at Aegis Comics, Lou and Amy doing uh, some great stuff over there. They're absolutely hilarious. Don't forget to shoot Jumanji at midnight. Shout. 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 Yeah. Shout. Yeah. Man, I'm drunk. Whatever, man. Shout. So, yeah. I don't even understand our reference. Cheers. I know somebody explained that reference to me because I still don't understand it. You didn't Jumanji. see the movie? Yeah, I seen Jumanji. Yeah, I seen it. But what? Why at midnight though? Is that how you get in the game or out of the game? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right. All right. But we got to find out a super chat, man. All right. Next one on the list. The last list. The last, the last book for 2020 that we are going to talk about, and this one is an interesting one. Right. Yeah, it is. You got this. You got to show it. Are ready for this? Yeah. Go ahead. So all right, here I'm. It's my read. I thought you <laughs> go ahead. On me, right? JB, yeah, hey, JB got it. Okay, so uh, the final book we have here is Wolverine issue number one forty five. But you ready for this? It's the Bill Sinkowitz Nabisco Mail Away. Yes, you heard me right. The Nabisco Mail Away, originally published in nineteen ninety nine from Marvel Comics. Now we talked about the white bone error version of this book recently, but there's another variant that has held its value just as well. This Bill Sinkowitz variant was only available to those who spotted the promo and sent in barcodes from various Nabisco packages Jeez. by a set deadline. This likely kept the circulation numbers down. Now, ready for this? An approximately 9.0 copy with some alleged press potential, yet shady eBay seller pictures auction recently sold for $700. Now, the buyer is likely hoping to press this up to a CGC 9.8 and enjoy that $1,500 to $1,700 this book can command. But missing the bullseye by a hair and only hitting a 9.6 will allow the buyer to break even. Completely missing the mark and receiving a 9.4 copy will put the buyer out hundreds of dollars. Now, such um, such is the gamble of buying a notably damaged book and hoping to breathe new life into it with a press. Yep. It pays to know your grades, know what damage can be pressed and clean, and yep. demand more pictures if you can't see such an investment. Preach, brother. Person. Preach. Preach. Right? Come on. All right. And uh, we don't want to do a... Uh, how to collect video because you know this is a channel where uh, all of our collectors are uh you know they're they know what they're doing but as we always say man if you get a book get as many pictures as you can obviously your first hand knowledge of going knowing how to grade a comic you should know that all right uh like it always irks me when people are selling an ebay go i'm not a professional grader but look at these pictures look if you're a comic collector you should be the, at least be able to know the basic overstreet of, you know, fine, fine plus, near yeah. mint, uh, very fine, very fine mind. You know what I mean? You should uh, be a rough estimation of that, but good Lord. 
just for the trouble you had to go through to get right. this book, you know, like barcodes from Nabisco packages, and then actually mail physically mail these barcodes in by a set deadline, and then hope this thing showed up, not beat to hell. Damaged, right? Wow, that would never happen nowadays. People are too lazy, and people are like, mail. Well, what's a stamp? You know what I mean? Nobody, you know, people are shipping packages nowadays. Nobody mails anything in a letter with a stamp. But uh, you know, I, you know, there's. Uh, historically, I think there's been a, a few of these. Um, one of the more popular ones is obviously the the Harbinger one, right? Where they told you yeah. to snip out a bunch of ones, and then uh, you know every one you got this special pink one. Um, but you know nowadays, I don't think they would ever do any type of mail away giveaway stuff for that. But uh, plus, nowadays uh, they're not going to do anything to mutilate the comic anymore. Well, that is true. That getting it in a nine six also is amazing too. I mean, what's crazy to me is when people had subscriptions back in whatever the sixties or seventies, whatever, and they just mailed it to them. You know, yeah. and obviously that's the the, the term subscription increases because they were folded in half. You know, and you know, so believe it or not, they used to mail comics and fold them in half because they they just said, "Hey, this little kid is just going to read it, so who gives a shit what the hell they're going to do?" But um, yeah. you know what? How does CGC grade that subscription crease? Because I always wanted to know. Um, they they they, t- they don't they don't they give do. it any. Yeah, they they, they, they grade it as it is. And he says yeah. that it, no. So it is. They, it's just like they can't tell if it was a subscription crease or you just done folded. Well, they don't now. tell them. They yeah. just say, "Yo, this is a crease." You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. you right. don't. It's they the don't like. Crease. They don't give you a break because it's a subscription uh, sub- subscription crease. You know what I mean? So. They just say it, but you know, it, it, pretty hard for them not to break color you know, on on those subscription creases. Uh, especially if you think you, you ever see those kick, uh, pictures of the kids in black and white from the fifties or whatever, and they got a comic folded up, put it in their back pocket. Yeah. You know what I mean, I mean that's like the that's like that's what it was back then. You know, you ride yeah. on your bike, put your comic in the back pocket, you pull it out, read it, and uh, go smoke some cigs. Um, but uh, I wanted to uh, pull up the cover price uh, website. Um, because you know, there's also some interesting books on there. And uh, like I said, this, as we said earlier, this list changes daily. So, uh, as soon as I figure out how to share my screen, which there always seems to be an adventure. And by the way, um, John DeMonico mentioned that Barnes and Noble was probably that last 1% as they were one of the last holdouts still selling comic books and they probably were considered the newsstand. Yeah. Yeah. So this is uh, for those who sign up for a full subscription. So this is what you'll see, man. So the cover, this, obviously we went over this, the Monday uh, weekly top 10. Um, this is the weekly movers, uh, highest unit sales. And this is the daily shakers. This is the movers are highest units sold. So you can see how many you're selling. So you could tell right there, Earth's Mightiest Vendors, Young Avengers. Look at that, Secret War. You know why? Uh, what's her name's getting some love we're hearing quakes coming so Wait, yep. it's good to see star wars i mean we always talking about this unit is 22 units sold so and on the shakers list let's take a look at them because on we only talk about 10 of them but there are 50 of them on a daily wow. basis look at all wow that. 50 of them on a daily basis so you have usual suspects the hulk um 181 looks like uh 7.5 just sold for $4,883. Hey, that's the same grade as mine. Journey into mystery. Uh, you know, that's not a bad price when I think about it. No, I'm, right. I'm telling you, they're still undervalued. I yeah. still think that is an undervalued book. Yeah, look at that. Uh, first appearance of Super Surfer is a 7.0, 2,900. That actually, 
that's not a bad price either. I'm looking all these. Yeah. I may yeah. have to go buy some stuff. But yeah. what's that vision at? I can't see it from your. Face. So this this book is interesting to me because uh, obviously this is coming off of the. Uh, remember there was double. This is what I like: double or triple spec, right? When yeah. Vision was first coming in Age of Ultron, the the book got a spike and then it just dropped. Um, but it's gotten n- new life because of the WandaVision series. Um, and look at that. Uh, a graded 9.2 sold for 2000 yesterday. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's wow. why this list changes uh, wow. multiple times a day. It sold yesterday for two grand, a CTC 9.2. Damn it. I wish I would have. Wow. Um, so it's just some interesting Avengers. Number one, this book I think is still undervalued by the way. It definitely um, is. I agree with you. Um, here's something interesting. Somebody wants the uh, really digs their kiss books. The Marvel comic super special kiss 9.8 just sold for 12.49. Wow. This isn't even the one with the the blood. Is that the one with the the blood on it and the ink? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh live chat help me out. What what is the Kiss comic that had the blood in the ink? I know that one is one of the more uh sought out after books. Um obviously Boba Fett it continues to go crazy. AT, but there's no, a I got to talk chat about, about what is the yearly cost of the cover price? Six it's six ninety nine a month, I think, okay. or a year. Yeah, I think six six ninety nine. It's it's absolutely it's nothing a month. Yeah, six ninety nine a month. That's like a cup of coffee. A cup of coffee. It's a cup yeah. of coffee. Yeah, this is a cup of coffee. Uh, look at that, Doctor Strange first appearance, Strange Tales one ten in a one point eight just sold for a grand. That wow. is crazy. Go, go, Doctor Strange. That's my man. I'm going um, so, to my bar now. So there's some others <laughs> in here. Obviously, Hair to the Empire is incredibly hot right now. Um, uh, CDC 9.6 just sold yesterday for uh, $910. Wow. Pretty cool. Wow. That book is going crazy with Thrawn and everything. Good to see Gwen Stacy on here. Yeah. Uh, let's see if there's anything interesting. This one. This is one I was looking at earlier. and uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's a UK version of Marvel superheroes. Secret Wars. Wars. Yeah. It's 27 pence or pence. Help me out. Uh, yeah, UK. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, four fifty for a CDC 9.8. So this was the UK telling of Marvel secret wars. I mean, it just wow. goes to show you people start, you know, buying up everything and then they start, you know, you know, there is a, a UK version of eBay. So uh, that's interesting. Um, Spawn number one, obviously. Hey, let's look at this Wonder Woman. Yeah. While we're looking at that, you guys, just so you know, for coverprice.com, they do have a free trial that you can sign up for on their website and go check it out. And they do have the free access page. So just try it out. You know, you get very limited access to it, but you know what? Well, what's also cool is, I mean, you can go through your collection uh, and you can add comics and it keeps track of the prices. So I'll look at my collection. I haven't updated in a while, so it's pretty low. Oh, 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 my goodness. (laughs) I haven't added everything yet, but I have a thousand comics in there. And estimated value of uh 50 grand i don't know what my highest is but what's cool is you can click on this over here and you can see what the the hot comics are which shows you strange academy warlock this um hmm, interesting Uh, a lot of x-men on here obviously oh my god i need to go back to my lcs i just saw star wars number three on there um this daredevil is hot right now these are considered hot issues obviously this one carnage 
Batman. Manual. Do you guys think that the these you know the seventies series Star Wars and 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 the reprints is going to just start catching fire because people aren't going to be able to get the first series anymore? I think so. I think so. And what's cool is when you add books to your collection, you they they tell you what all your keys are. Uh, so let's Very look cool. into my world of my collection that I've added and what my keys are. Um, so these are the most recent ones I've added uh, of my keys. Hey, my first Kang. Very nice. My first Echo, my two Ultimate Fallouts, my Doctor Strange. Ooh, look at that. All those Ooh. Master of Kung Fu's you got, all your spawns. Yeah, I kind of, oh. I've kind of been, I uh, have a lot of these spawns. Lord. <laughs> Angela. Oh man, I'm trying to see if there's anything in here. Like I don't, I forgot I had that. So um, all the X Men books. Uh, hey, that's a key. Brother Voodoo. First Star Wars Eight is a key. Anthem First appearance now. of the Bunny Guy. Yeah, Star Wars Number Two. We all know that book is hot right now. Hmm, I don't know why this book is on here, but these are considered. Uh, so if you click on, okay, here's. Let me get to why it's a key. Um, it tells you here it is. This is a key comic, and why it's the first appearance of Diamond Head. Right, so that's why it's considered a key. Let's find a more obscure one uh, to see. Oh, that's one of my favorite first appearance of the Watcher. Ooh, there you go. I love it. I got that's a great book. So, oh, let's see this. JB, you won that book. I did. I did. Why is this Deadly Hands of Kung Fu a key? Because it's the first appearance of White Tiger. There you go. Rumored to be coming up. Um, Obviously, most people know what these keys are. You know, so it's good to know when, you know, you, what you can easily click to see what's in your collection. Um, what's interesting is I had two rare finds on here and then they're no longer considered yeah, rare finds. <laughs> yeah. So then you can go to the bottom and you can see, you know, all the stuff that's in your collection. Um, you know, so if I look at my, uh, you know, uh, number of comics on estimated series value, things of that nature. So. Some good stuff, man. I mean, you know, uh, I, we we just we wanted to partner with Cover Price because I love what they're doing. You know, it they it's you can put your own collection in there, you can keep track of stuff, and uh, for a lot of us who used to use CLZ, there you can export your CLZ database, so you don't have to manually put everything in there. You know what I mean? Ooh. So it is available. But, so, so you're telling me that you can it'll import a you know a basically a comma sep, a separated value file. Exactly. So even if you had your even if you had your collection maybe in Excel, as long as it's in the right format, could you yeah, bring it in? A CSV file. Very yeah. nice. So basically, I exported. I, I didn't add ten thousand, a uh, thousand and ninety books in there. I <laughs> I had those in my CLZ, and I sent them the CSV file, and then they uploaded it. And for the, it was about ninety eight percent accurate. So that's still pretty well. And then as you go, you just add them in. Um. So you know, uh, here I'll show you. Let's just say, um, give me a book, and I'll search for it. Uh, just Going on, to uh, uh, no X Men one twenty one. X Men. You picked a book that I already have, but <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so uh, you just look up X Men One Twenty One, and it shows you all the different iterations. So if I click on it here, a, it tells me it's a key comic, right? First Prince Alpha Flight. Um, oh, yeah, and it says I already own one, right? Um, uh, let me find something. Pick something DC because <laughs> I know I'll, oh, I'll man, have that. I have a DC man. What about Captain America One Ninety Three? Captain America 193. Okay. 
because I'll show you how easy it is to add it to the uh, Captain America 193. There you go. Mad bomb. Ah, oh, damn, yes. I have this too. <laughs> you have it. You I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, so, oh, I don't. I haven't added it yet. So there you okay. go. So it tells you everything. Last uh, sales, raw comic, you know, 470. Um, what the trends are, it's dropping in prices. Um, and if you look down here, typical graded average uh, for 9.4125, but it also has a GPA type uh, interface where you can look and see what the averages are. So here, recorded sales range of, you know, from 30 to 175, and the sales averages over here to this side. And it also does it for rare or raw copies. But on the raw copies, it's a bit of a guessing game because you never really know. You know, if somebody buys it on eBay and it says it's it's a, it's a it's a VF. I mean, it's 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 up to debate, right? We don't know, but for sure, CGC is it. So what you want to do? Click on here, and you just say you can either add a raw, and you just click add, or you can add it graded, and then you can say actually what grading company it is. And what grade it is uh nothing for signatures yet because the reason why it's hard to place a value on a signature so that's why they don't say the signature on it you know what i mean i mean i know gpa does it but it really i mean at this point it's kind of hard to value what a a signature is worth and also they don't add for the raw what grade it is um because that's subjective as well um, but you can add quantity. So, you know, they're always working on things. It's, it's a really smooth interface. And the good thing about it is, um, and I'll stop sharing now. So I don't wait. No, no, no. I wanted you to look up a DC book. Everyone's oh, okay. Uh, I, what about that? Hell arisen three. I, I want to know. Ah, what's going on with that. Oh, okay. I like where, I like where you're going with this. I hope I spelled it right. There you, you have that. Yes. I want to know what's going on with this. Yeah, I have four of them. <laughs> All slabbed, by the way. Um, nice. So so right now, typical sale raw is $75. Uh, uh, graded um, is $147. If we go out here and look at sales data, and it kind of shows you a sliding scale. So last one sold, you know, 147 for 9.8. And if uh, what I really like is this area down here, because this actually can show you kind of charts how, how, it, how it's going. I mean, tons of them have been selling lately, but if we look at it here, as opposed to this graphic for those, who, you know, chart nerds, you can use this, but here you can tell, look, uh, December, 2020, uh, uh on uh, December 19th, 2000, $207. November 182, 182. October had a little spike at 219. Look at that. October really had a spike on this, right? If you look at that, it's kind of been going down. Um, yep. So this is one of those things where it's hot and they haven't done much with punchline lately. But you know, like, as soon as I the need to jump one, back in point, I need to know when my jump back in point is. I felt I missed it, so now I'm waiting. I'm I, think, cool. I, think, I, don't I think, think now would be a good. I think shot. now would be a good time to buy. So I mean, if you go to yeah. graded sales data, it just goes back more and more and more. So it's a great tool to see, kind of a you can get a history and see where it's going. You know what I mean? Um, uh, cover. Look up which blade and ten. And tell, and and, and, no, and no, you have it. What? Okay. <laughs> I do have which blade ten, but I don't think I've added it yet. So. I think he said Witchblade 10. That's the first appearance of the Dark. That says Witchbladed. Witchbladed, yeah. There you go. 
went from a 30 minute show to an hour show, but we're here for you guys. We're here for you. Okay. So one other thing I didn't show was, so here's Witchblade 10, the first appearance of the darkness. Um, if you go scroll down to the scroll down, it shows you the variant covers and also the prices for the variant covers. Um, okay. <laughs> Somebody's going pee pee. Um, so here it is. So if you look at apps, first of all, I just got to admire this cover because I oh, yeah. actually love it. Love it. Mark Silvestri just killed it. Um, so there's two of them actually. Um, and you can actually, no, it's not working. Uh, it's a little, oh, my internet's bugging, but see, you scroll back and forth. Um, and you can look at the values for each variant as well. So there you go, man. Um, even in here, there's a little issue summary. So go, Sarah tries to investigate her mysterious killer, trying to find the missing Lisa. Sarah confronts Dennett at her modeling studio. Oh man. And then it, you can actually look at all the covers. Um, and this is another part of one. If you want to add a collection, you can just say, okay, let's say I have this one. You just click on here. Excuse me. Add to collection, add to collection. Add to collection. So you just go. So boom. you can bring up the whole collection. And yeah, then just the whole click, series. Click, 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 yeah. click. Yeah. Unfortunately, raw because you're not yeah. giving it a grade in raw. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think you know, CLZ is uh, has you know where you can kind of multi-check a bunch of things. But this one, you know, you get cool covers and you can just add here. But what's cool is when you click on add collection, you can add it to say either raw or graded. So you know, and uh, it keeps the then you know the important CLZ doesn't tell you what the values of them are. But oh man, I love which way covers. Look at that. Mm, mm, mm. Rest in peace, nice Michael Turner. All right, so uh, yo, I'm gonna stop giving you guys all the stuff for free, man. So uh, yeah, let them look it up themselves or check it out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, so man that's it man that's cover price in a nutshell it's a great tool i use it every day i really you can literally go down a rabbit hole for a while um and just looking for stuff stuffs and if there's something in there that you don't see like if you have a uber rare comic or a unknown comic or something like that you could send them a message and they'll add it in there you know what i mean um they can add in there, and if you could, you know, and you know, they won't tell you, you know, and they'll start, you know, pulling it. They, they mine data uh, like a few times a day. We're talking hundreds and thousands of uh, data points that they mine and update. They got this, that's why they got a team of engineers behind this, and you know, and that's the reason why I wanted to work with them because they, this is a truly legit professional like IT group that they got behind them. So great, great stuff, man, and you know. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I choose who I, uh, I partner with and sponsor with because I think they offer a great service. You know what I mean? So, uh, but it's, they don't do the speculation side. You know what? They don't forecast things too much. It, they tell you what things are being sold for. Uh, so we're, they're not manipulating. We're not trying to manipulate the market. We're just showing you what the market's doing. That's why we do our show on Tuesday and we look at the last week's sales to kind of get an idea of what the trends are. And as a combo collector, you should probably be looking at what trends are because the similar to the stock market, you know, that's what comic books are in a way where when you look at trends and you kind of see where trends are going and then you make your judgment there. And plus it's just a great tool outside of, and here's the, my, my end of the year um, tangent and not tangent, but I've gotten to the point where I think I'm being overwhelmed with comic books um, 
because <laughs> not, I meant not necessarily buying them because I buy stuff and I don't post them every day like I used to. And not everything I post needs to be uh, something that is being a spec book or, a, you know, a crazy variant. Sometimes I just want to post a Witchblade cover because I think it's cool because it's a common right. cover of the day or it's a throwdown. That's why Instagram is so great. You could have a throwdown Thursday hashtag where you'd find a cool cover. And I think, um, uh, and, you know, I, I don't know if we're partly to blame to that. You know, I mean, I started uh, on on Instagram posting comics in 2012 and, you know, in 2015 when my channel launched. I was talking about comics and to be different, I said, you know what? I, you know, this is when movie news was taught. And I always said, I'm going to buy comics based on movie news, but it seems like there seems to be a lot of that information out there now. And, you know, I think maybe, um, I mean, I do less hauls now and, you know, and it seems to be, I don't know how to say it. Like I'm part on, I'm, I seem to be, I don't know, the business side of it, or I am a, a reporter of it. And so therefore I don't get to enjoy it as much. Right. I mean, I, after this, after my shows, I get so I'm, I'm literally drained and I just go and I veg out. I don't have time to read comics anymore. stuff that I used to do. So 2021, you know, I just want to get back to showing comics daily, you know, Hey, multiple comic Monday, top variant Tuesday, webhead Wednesday, throw it out Thursday, first appearance Friday. Friday. And by the way, I do not agree with top variant Thursday. That does not. Yeah, no, it has to be top variant Tuesday, Tuesday because I sound the same. It can't be th throw down Thursday works. First appearance Friday works. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> so, so you guys all know that's what we're doing. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, uh, obviously Silver Age Saturday, uh, show off Sunday. God, I mean, you know, it's, it's great that all the um, – uh, it's interesting is – if you've been on Instagram long enough, you know the people that actually created some of these hashtags. Wow. Yep. Like, uh, I think my man... Storm Jane Shadow Guy, Art? I think my... Storm Shadow started Top Variant Tuesday, Tuesday right? Tuesday, yeah. Storm, I think or, so. Yep. And I, I don't I, and I don't want to toot my own horn, but I started a comic cover of the day because uh, I went Ooh. back and looked, and I was the first one to do it back in 2013. I think you did Halloween comic covers, though. That was you. I think that was I all you. It may have been. That was all you, I think. It may have been. I mean, there was a group of us that said, hey, let's get together and do these. So, I mean, there's some uh, OGs on IG that started the, this whole hashtag trend, and it's a great way to interact with the community, and you can tag up the 20 of your buddies, off. you know, to show you know your stuff. So, it's uh, you know, that's why I always say, you could show a comic book and, you know, and, but if you want other people like, you know, to, you know, before people say I tag this so-and-so, so, this, uh, just assume if somebody tags you that they're saying, Hey man, this is what I got. What do you got? You know, that's just mm -hmm. the way it is, man. That's because I think Instagram is great for comic books because it allows um, collectors to communicate across the world, literally. Right. You know, say, Hey, what'd you get, bro? Oh, I got this. I know it's new comic book day. Yeah, what did you get? I got this. So, it just seems like uh, uh, I don't know how to say this, but it's just overwhelming that everything is um, is spec now and and flip now and this now and I think we're partly to blame for that as well, um, you know. But we also try to help out the collectors by saying, "Hey, we just heard this. Go out and get this while it's cheap," you know. Um, but we don't, you know, uh, you know, 
you know, it's just a suggestion, you know, don't right. blame us. Don't have to do it. Don't have to do but, it. You know, for the most, I mean, for the most part, our track record was good, but I think, you know, at the same time, you know, I, I see people complaining about things are all spec, 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 you know, collect what you love. I, you know, that's, that's a, that's a, you know, that's duh. Why would you collect stuff you don't like? Right, you're not you know? keeping up with the Joneses, so just yeah. enjoy I mean, yourself. If you love spec, collect spec. Yeah. I mean, you it, like Funko yeah. Pop, like JB? Exactly. Yeah, Pop. absolutely. You like Pop. records? Collect records. Yeah, people yeah, like, like when people say collect what you love, that, I mean, they, they assume that means that it doesn't mean it's first appearances and variants and, and you know, and spec Correct. books, you know. People can love anything they want, but, yeah. you know. I'm just saying, it's just two thousand. Just 2020 has just been overwhelming with the maybe because we're me. Yeah, maybe we're, we're at home and maybe we're on our computers a lot. And oh, let's see what JB's got there. What well, little show and tell with JB Uncle now? Pops, man, come on, we collect what we want. Come, isn't this cool? This McCoy? I got that. I got that Mando one. That's the one with the yeah, best. But this armor, is the right? one where it was that that. Frank McCourty artwork, you know, nice. it's um, it's the um, concept. Is that a larger yeah, than right. a normal box? It's a concept series now. It's just a regular. Yeah, yeah I got that one. That's this the Mando one, with the Beskar armor, right? So right. you're saying you didn't open yours? You're not going to open yours? I want to open this thing. I want to play with them. I want to articulate you. I'm still, I'm still one of those guys that haven't opened. I don't open my toy boxes. I know. So are you telling me if you got one of these, you wouldn't open it? Because oh, I, I got to open that. You got to open that. Well, I'm a Lego. You gotta do a of course, video you have that. to open Legos. You have to I put got, it together. I, I, mean, I got to put this bitch together. This is gonna be a time lapse, yeah, man. I, yeah, you gotta do a time lapse. Very time lapse build. Yeah. How many people? Oh, know. is that seventy five thousand pieces? No, no, this is a seventeen hundred. Still, it might as well. I looked be. at that number at the top. Uh, seven five two. I was like, is that seventy five thousand pieces? Now thirteen hundred. Thirteen hundred. I'm sorry. Thirteen hundred is like twelve. Is twelve hundred to ninety for me? Nice. That said. Awesome. Well, my kids got that for me, man. I'm just nuts, though. Oh, right. man, that looks dope. So, anyway. all right, we expect the video to be done in an hour. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, right, man. And I want to see the video of you stepping on a Lego with your bare feet, too. So, <laughs> done that a million times over. Man. With three kids, I've done it a million times over. All right, guys. Three o'clock. We ran a whole hour, so uh, that was fun, man. We got to talk about comic books, talk cover price. Some collecting stuff. So, uh, yo, man, JB, any last words for the new year oh, to I'm everybody? Not, big, I guess. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, check out my channel. I'm going to drop the link if you haven't already. Uh, I dropped my two minute and 15 second, which I do every week of my top 10, which is kind of just what I'm reading. And I, you know, these are the comic books I'm going driving to the LCS to go get so I can read because there's stories out there that I think are still pretty, pretty worth, you know, reading. Um, beyond that, I'm doing guest appearances. I'm I'm really looking forward to next Thursday, which we're going to recap the year right here on the Shakers. I think this list is one of the most unique top ten lists on YouTube. I mean, think about it. We had all kinds oh, of craziness in this Blood list. Magazines, so, Mario Brothers. We had it was a great list. Oh, nuts! But I want to thank you for having me on. I'm super excited to be uh, on this panel on Thursdays. And uh, hey, man, don't forget we had a good time. That's right. Back to the small now. <laughs> uh, you want to get back small? Sorry, yeah, I can't make any promises, man. That, that'll be a New Year's resolution for you. Little guy, there you go. Thanks. Back. Otto, any last words? Yeah, man. I just want to say thank you very much. Oh, you know, oh, too, Otto I think, too. There you go, man. There you go. And you know there what? I go. just want to say, as we close out the year, ending in 2020, I think this is my third or fourth year that I've officially been part of the Lords, and I want to thank everybody for their support between Ryan, Dark Side Jedi, and all the other Lords that have come 
post and pre or post and whatever. So thank you very much for having me on the channel. It's been a lot of us. a blast. That's right. You know, but to stay with you guys for um, almost four years now has just been my absolute pleasure. We also have a channel called Three Men in a Basement. So please head over there, sub up. I've dropped the link a few times. We've got lots of great videos. My boy Roger, the Cranky Canadian, was on last night um almost for 90 minutes talking about some things we've got dave in a cave we've got lots of videos dropping. are we going to talk about that um, mystery box no we're not going to talk about it because you got to go back and watch the video and then we'll talk about that again so oh yo, have, man. Uh, you man know, all i'm going to say is you know roger got fucking raped on a mystery box uh, yeah so yeah go supposedly somebody credible in the instagram community but right yeah, i that's some fucking bullshit right there yeah so i'm definitely. sorry my truth serum is kicking in but go yeah, check out is, three men in the basement and so, rogers really disappointing mystery box for somebody who obviously who put that box together knows nothing yeah. nothing about yeah, comics and, rough, and so. i will debate them any day of the week and i will bury them Yep, well, I gotta absolutely. go check this out. So, yeah, so go check that video out. You'll see what's going on. But other than that, Three Men in the Basement, we got a lot of things coming up for the first quarter. And I do want to thank everybody. My goal on Three Men in the Basement was to pick up a thousand subs this year. We surpassed that with 1,250 subs. So, oh, congrats. Um, thank you very much. I appreciate congrats. that. We appreciate that. So, uh, being part of the Lords, being part of Three Men in the Basement is very important to me. Being a part of this community, talking and interacting with everybody is absolutely fantastic. And remember, if there's anything you want to talk about, find me on Instagram, Everett underscore Otto. I love the chat. I love the talk. Comic books, life, good, bad things, whatever you guys want to talk about, I'm always there. So on behalf of the Lords of the Long Box, on behalf of Three Men in the Basement, Happy New Year to everybody. Be safe. And I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you. That's it. Otto, your life coach right there. So uh, once again, uh, happy new year. And once again, scrolling through the bottom is feedingamerica.org. Uh, we have, there's a new, I can't even believe we have this new phrase in 2020 called food insecurity. I, I, I've never heard that word before this year, to be honest with you. Food insecurity essentially means you don't know where your next meal is coming from. So COVID has hit people hard. People have lost their jobs. They can't feed their families. So food banks, you know, with COVID, they aren't able to get the donations they normally are. So I implore you, go to the link at bottom below, feedingamerica.org, and it shows all the food banks in your local area that you can donate. And just because the holiday is over, these people still need help. A $600 stimulus check goes through in about, I don't know, a week. You know, what are you going to do with $600? I mean, you know, buy just green beans all day long. I mean, so do what you can for, you know, to help out your fellow human, your fellow human, uh, you know, just, you know, I was going to say your fellow citizen. It doesn't matter. Whoever it is, man, help them out if they're feeding. It's the base essential of uh, humanity is eating. Right. I mean, going back to the caveman days, that's all I did was they were hunter gatherers, you know, so. Go to the bottom of feedingamerica.org and do what you can to help out uh, hunger, which we are having a hunger in uh, this time. It's it's hard to believe. It's I mean it's and you, I mean yeah, we're uh, the hunger levels are not quite a third world world countries yet, but it's kind of it's really getting high. If you watch your local news every night, you'll see the lines of cars lined up to get meals. I mean not we're just talking about Thanksgiving meals or, or uh, Christmas meals. But just going forward that because a lot of times after the holidays, people drop their guard down and they don't, you know, no longer are in that giving mood, not casting aspersions onto anybody. But, you know, they that's when it typically happen. But I'm just saying it's going to continue to need to happen. Do whatever you can to help out uh, to help you if you can't donate uh, money. Whatever food you have sitting around that you're not eating, go ahead and donate that. Um, And thank you. 
Ugh, excuse me. Thank you all for being here for, uh, man, a tumultuous year uh, of quarantine where we really, uh, we, uh, you know what? I was on every week this year. Every week. I didn't miss wow. a show because I worked from home. Yeah. But you know what? But I also said, you know what? Hey, man, I'm going to hang out with you guys because, you know, like guys like Fletcher Fox and others send us messages saying, hey, man, the shows you guys do really helping out because, you know, there's a lot of people who are by themselves or in uh, levels of depression. And uh, hopefully we can, you know, bring a little happiness to your life for one hour a day or 30 minutes a day or in JB's second in case he gives you two minutes of pleasure. Two minutes. Let's check it out. <laughs> two minutes. Hey. People have been knocked out in the two in a heavyweight fight in less than two minutes. You know what I'm saying? All right. So uh, from all the Lords, I want to wish you guys all a happy new year and we will see you in 2021. Thank God. You know what? Let's go out old school, man. We haven't played oh. this one in a while. So, um, Hey, happy new year. All you guys. And we will see you on the other side of 2021. That's amazing. So peace out everybody. And keep digging in them long boxes.